You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. A review just came in that was titled Deep Tissue Massage. Oh, I love those. <laughs> well, I'll take any review with that on there. Love this review, okay. even without the extended content, which I highly recommend and will be the best $8 you spend on your marriage. This gets deep into the knots of individuality and togetherness within marriage, shows you how to work those knots out or how to embrace them within your marriage. It's challenging and encouraging all at once. Love Corey's insight, his book recommendations, his interviews, and everything in between. I love that title because you know what? A deep tissue massage sometimes hurts really bad. I mean, you're in there just, ouch, yes, but keep going, keep going because it's making me better and I'm going to feel better when I walk and out. And this is where you and I are different. <laughs> so the, the uh, deep tissue massage I've had in my life, I don't know if I want another one of those. You had one and that lady was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that was a terrible massage. You went to a bad person, but... Fair enough. But I love it. I get you. I get you. Well, people didn't here in the SMR Nation didn't turn in to today for Massage Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we're going where you want to go. And we ask for you to help be involved in this conversation. And the way you can do it is you can email us questions you've got. You can call us. You can leave reviews. Uh, you can join my.smrnation.com and have conversations because the the dialogues we're having today and the conversations throughout today's entire episode are coming from all the different areas uh, that we've mm-hmm. got that we're branching out into. And so if you want to leave a message because you've got something on your mind, call us at 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And if you like what we got going on, please let other people know yeah. by rating, reviewing, leaving a comment. Help us spread the word that married sex is a fantastic place to work out all the knots in your body. I love it. <laughs> Coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, a couple of your questions and our answers. We're going to work out the knots. Keep it going. Keep I'm going to try to make that interwave all the way through. I'm going to have to call Julie and schedule my massage because I'm <laughs> I'm already feeling it right now. And then the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to continue a conversation that actually started in the regular version of the show last week, then spun into the my.smrnation.com platform, mm-hmm. and now it's going to go a little bit deeper and on the air on the whole concept of bouncing your eyes, but more specifically, lust. What does that really mean? Okay. Because there's a lot of things that are out there, especially in Christendom, Mm -hmm. that maybe have been misinterpreted. All right. Dun, dun, dun. All that's coming up on today's show. All right. So from the inbox, I am a sporadic listener have gone back and listened to quite a few of the past episodes. I love the show and can relate to quite a few of the things I've heard. Been married for nearly 30 years. I'm the higher desire person in our marriage, and I've always been very self-conscious about my penis size, even though I think I fall into the average category. I also struggle with PE, which would be premature ejaculation, and have tried and am trying to improve my skills. 
It's nearly impossible to watch TV, listen to talk radio, surf the web without seeing advertisements for performance slash enlargement medications. Through many discussions with my wife and listening to and reading other articles, it's very clear to me that most women have very little attraction toward or desire to have men improve their performance or their appearance, their size if possible, of their penises. I say that based on the fact that a higher percentage of women don't climax with penal intercourse. So are all these advertisements solely for the benefit of the fragile male ego, or are there women out there that do care about their partner's penises and how they look and perform? I'm kind of at the point in my life that I feel like the only thing my wife needed or wanted my penis for actually was for reproductive purposes. Thanks. Well, that's loaded, but that's a fabulous question. That is it is fab- loaded. Is it just to, is it to prop the male sector, or are the ladies actually? I I, I love for the it? first point of that question. Of mm-hmm. is it solely about the fragile male ego? Yes. And why do you say yes? Because one of the things at the heart of a male is how do I measure up. How do I compare? Can I come through? That's the competitive juices. Right. And so men, all the way back from when they were little boys and in middle school, and you had to start changing in front of each other, you're sizing each other up to see where do I, where do I rate? In all kinds of arenas, but including penis size. Absolutely. Right. And that's why we've said on the show before, when we get this question about it, what if I'm too small? And it's like, it's, it's the whole, if you haven't learned from architecture, when you're looking at something from the top down, it always is going to be smaller than if you're looking at it from the side. Mm-hmm. So you already are, have it stacked against you, quote unquote. Mentally. Yeah. Mentally on how you, how you measure up because of the way you'd see anybody else's versus your own. But I do believe they go after, I mean, because it's marketing and they're out there to make money. And so all the products that are out there to help enhance your sexual desire, enhance your drive, enhance your size, enhance your performance. I think that's ego driven largely. Ego, well, the way that this is being framed, I'm thinking just marketing. If I'm the higher desire person and marketing is telling me, oh, she's going to want more if it's bigger, well, then I'm going to try it out because maybe that'll make her want more. Am okay. I mistaken here that maybe? I don't know. The The immediate thought I've got is, is if she's already the lower desire and you got larger, would that even be exciting to her? But some people don't think rationally on that state <laughs> point, right? It's, oh, well, she doesn't want it. So maybe if I do this, she'll want it. Right. I, well, that's whether that's rational thinking or not. I don't know. Okay, but let's let's Just start asking. let's start the Just whole asking. thing and go a little bit deeper. But let's start the whole conversation again with this whole idea of everything is presented in the commercialization of our world as if this is the problem. Here's the solution. Mm. Because if you watch enough, if you get on social media enough, and all the algorithms are so smart that they will introduce you to things that you didn't even know were problems. And now all of a sudden, I didn't even know I had that problem. Yeah, I better buy this product. I better get that. That'll help me with this. And so there's a component of check the source. Mm -hmm. And what's their agenda? Because everybody's got it. Uh, I will be upfront and I'll say this again, hopefully help me remember when we get to the extended content. But when we get to the extended content today, I got an agenda. Everybody's got an agenda. (laughs) So I'm going to own it right out the gate. But it's realizing 
that yes, does his his question really to me is men look at these things differently than women will. So I'm sure there are women absolutely out there that are that they do that is a, a important thing for them. Sure, yeah, absolutely. How their are. husband looks, yep. his size, his performance, his abilities. Absolutely. And it's not just other things other than his penis. It's his penis. Mm-hmm. So we can't use just the blanket. Nope, no women care about that. Or as Elaine referred to the male body in Seinfeld, it's like a Jeep. It's just for getting around. Getting around. Which is kind of the way he sounds like he feels. Don't know how you guys walk around with those things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not even go there. Sorry. Um, but it's the idea. So how do you then come to grips with trying to make sense of something with yourself when it's usually always starting through a comparative lens? Mm -hmm. Because that's really what he's asking. And he's asking for women. So Pam, you being the only one on the microphone Uh of that gender, how do you speak to that from the male, from the woman, from the woman's side of this equation? Uh, On caring about size or what it, on, looks like in the enhancement, I guess, which part of how this does this am I play out to? as you hear this question coming from a man, how does this play out in your, in your female brain? I, those kind of things to me is okay. If I'm having issues sexually, lack of performance, then I would want my spouse to let's talk about what needs to happen, what doctor needs to be talked to. Okay. Right. But outside of that. And that's specifically that, the PE, the premature ejaculation, performance, anxiety, pre, whatever it Premature could be. ejaculation or it's ED, right? Just not being able to. He didn't mention to, that, but those are the two primary that right. men will, that yeah, will face. He's not talking about that, but when we're talking about the commercials yes. and all this kind of hoo-ha. The right? main thing you'll hear is the ED medications that are out there. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I... Uh, my, I feel like I'm going to offend someone, but whatever. It's a self-image problem. Yeah. And I'm going to read more into that as a spouse. I'm, it, I see past what it is that's going on here, and I see there's other things within okay. my spouse that there are image issues. And just like I don't want to do Botox to cover up how I may not like my lips— I don't want my spouse doing other things to cover up other parts of the body, right? Or want, the reverse could be true. I would do this for myself, so I want you to do that for you. Because I, uh, yeah. I, I hear this whole thing, just the way you frame that right there, of the self-image. Would this be akin and in the same family as a husband that's regularly telling his wife how sexy she is, but she's not buying it. She doesn't see herself that way. Mm. It's a okay, self-image gotcha. issue. Gotcha. I think that is something we could capture it that way to make this much more of a succinct conversation. Yeah. To look yeah. at it through the lens of, okay, this is self-image. This is something that, how does she feel about it? Because that's my first move right there is if they're in my office and this comes up as part of the conversation, I would have him explain it to me like he's done in this email. And then I would just pivot and look at her and say, does his penis size concern you? Right. Would you like it to be larger? Would you like it to be smaller? Right. Would you like him to learn how to be better with it? I mean, just kind of ask a series of questions just well, to get a gauge learning, of where she is. Learning how to be better with it has nothing to do about, yeah, I'm perfectly happy with the size, but I might like 
lasting longer could be fun or this could be fun or, you know. Other yeah. other skills in the bedroom have nothing to do with size. Absolutely. Because that's the other thing, too, to kind of wrap up this part of the of the of the show with this segment is one of the things that that, yes, I do believe he's he's caught on to the idea that this is a male ego driven marketing beast. Yeah, that industry. That yeah. That's what they're after. Yeah. Boost testosterone, boost performance, boost confidence. That's that's across the board. That's not just male. That's everywhere. Uh-huh. But there's this other side of it is that it's the self-image of how do I stack up? How do I rate? That's where I want to reframe this in. I have the belief, tell me if I'm wrong with this, Pam, but I have the belief that when it comes to married sex, whether you are average on size, below average on size, or above average on size, added to the fact, can you last as long as you want? Do you have control? Can you get erect on a moment's notice and when called upon and you don't experience any of those problems? Those things all pale in comparison to what that penis is attached to. I 100% agree to that. Because that's what we're bringing to the, the whole party and the marriage. I 100% agree. Okay. Because that's the whole point is how do you carry yourself, not just your penis? Right. How do you have it securely fastened, as Schnarch would say? Right. And live accordingly. Right. Because that's all of you coming to the party, not just a part of you. Right. Thanks to Thrive Cosmetics for sponsoring us today. I've been using this clean, skin-loving products and love them. If I'm not wearing any other makeup, I don't go out without mascara, and I just love their Liquid Lash Mascara. It goes on to give long lashes and is smudge-free and clump-free. And the Brilliant Eye Brightener does just that. Brightens and opens the eyes. It's a highlighter stick, and it's easy to apply and blend, and it's perfect on the go. And their amazing products are clean with no parabens and sulfates, and they never test anything on animals. Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger-than-beauty mission. That This is what I love so much. Uh, for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. They support nonprofit partners with donations of funds and products to organizations that help women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. It's a beauty brand that goes beyond being skin deep. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are great and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com SMR for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's thrivecausemedics.com dot com slash smr for fifteen percent off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash smr. So recently Sexy Marriage Radio has ventured full guns into the world of Instagram and TikTok. Yes. So we've got some channels now, content coming out. So if you haven't found us on either one of those platforms, just search Sexy Marriage Radio. Mm-hmm. We're right there. So content is being created and conversations are being started. And so this comes from Instagram. Okay. So it's a question from a wife that says, sex was incredibly painful for the first seven months of my marriage. The wedding night was a complete shock since we waited. My husband is the most loving person and is always sensitive to my needs. He's also very gentle. Mm 
However, I have a microperforated hymen, which was very hard to work through. After seven months of dilators, bleeding, prayer, and trying, we're finally getting to a place where sex feels comfortable in missionary-style uh, positions. Yeah, like one, one position, okay. How do you suggest moving beyond that into trying new positions? Mentally, I still associate sex with pain, even though it's comfortable now. However, the thought of trying a new position stresses me out. I feel like if I try something new, I'll fall out of being in the moment and my body will tense up. Well, sure, you will. It's totally legit and valid. It, it is, and it's not going to ever be, well, it's not going to be stress-free in the beginning. And so I right. guess the anxiety, the tension that was there as you went through all this and did all all that hard work to get where you are with the missionary position. Mm -hmm. Fabulous, by the way. Um, good on you for, for doing that mm -hmm. and, and making this important. Um, you both need to be keenly aware how that's going to play in, right? And, and the stress of another position and just do it slowly. And if it hurts you move on and do something else, right? You 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 just have to slowly yeah, introduce it, right? Yeah, this is where you learn from the ground you've already gained. Yeah. To confirm within yourself, we can do this. I can do this. Mm -hmm. You enhance the strengths and the connections you've already got that have helped you get through it. So you've got a husband that's gentle and caring and patient in this area. Fantastic. Call on him during this. Have conversations with him. Talk through it. And a lot of times then you're talking about, okay, one, just like you touched on there, Pam, it's not going to be stress-free. And the sucky thing about our bodies is sometimes stress, regardless of whichever way it's coming from, is interpreted as whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Right? Our bodies keep score. There's actually a really good book, not on this subject, but it gets into some of the deep science of mm -hmm. how your body remembers things. Mm -hmm. from trauma and different things that have happened. And this is a trauma mm -hmm. that's happened to her because a microperforated hymen mm -hmm. is a traumatic thing to mm -hmm. deal with. Mm -hmm. And so you utilize the strengths and the abilities you've already learned through this and you call upon that. And the times you do want to change it up, we've talked about this several times on Sexy Marriage Radio. A lot of times the way things are proposed in the movies and on the web and by just our speculating Mm -hmm. We think new things will just flow, right? We're going to try this out, and it's just going to be so enraptured and enthralled, and right. it, it'll just go completely smooth. But in reality, a lot of the times when you are intentionally trying to change something up, I think of it more like a laboratory. <laughs> we're going into it with a little bit more of a scientific. We're taking the romance out of it a little bit. We're at least taking some of the pie chart out of that, yeah. diminishing a little bit. Because we want to test some things out and we want to see. And so sometimes there can be an element of, let's try this out. Even when you don't have a history of pain, there's some of that, right? Absolutely. It's Everybody that has anxiousness that. anxiousness and, uh, is this going to work? Because when we not? get into uncharted waters, it is anxiety provoking. Right. Right. So, so that's still going to be there either way. Right. And so the other thing I think of is... So you know a position that works. So what is it that helps you and has helped you make that position successful 
in the moment with your husband because the idea of utilizing dilators and prayer mm-hmm. and you know a lot of the different things that they went through yeah. to get to that point some of that is solo some of that he's not privy to maybe True. he could be involved with the dilators absolutely but a lot of it is a woman trying to learn to just relax her own self because mm-hmm. it's an anxiety response right so the same kind of thing can happen is what is it that helps you get into that mood that it works in the missionary position make sure you follow the same routine largely before you want to try it up in fact even start sex in the missionary position is one of the best suggestions i would give mm. and then change it up I don't start think. something new when you haven't both already gotten to where insertion is okay and good and welcomed mm, that's a good point because a lot of times once you're into it there can be a rhythm and a flow and a connection and then it can be a subtle shift and then you're talking about just different positions sometimes mm-hmm. Because sometimes a woman starting on top for some women is incredibly difficult, even if there is no pain history, mm-hmm. just because of angles, position, lubrication, awkwardness, un- discomfort. You know, everything gets exposed. Right. In sex. Sure. That's why the missionary position seems to be the go-to for so many people, because it's the least exposed position that is there. True. Because you can cover each other up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you just can. But if one of you gets on top, now all of a sudden it's a different visual and it's a different mm-hmm. realization of who, who's, who's being involved in this and who's mm-hmm. being seen in this. So, so sometimes just play with it. And one of the other ones that just came to my mind is try it on the side. Let, where you're on your sides, it's a little more awkward. You usually want to have a pillow to prop one of you up a little more to make angles better. Okay. But that can be an option too. Just... Because what you're starting to recognize is I got this repertoire I can start to utilize and enhance. And if it doesn't work, okay, when it doesn't work, let's put, let's frame it that way. Right. Cause they're <laughs> right. Right. Cause even if there's no pain, there still can be an element of, Ooh, that's just not comfortable. That doesn't work. Right. Uh, that that's not what I want. So your body is going to possibly tense. It's going to immediately maybe go back to oh, pain, clamp down. Okay. Breathe. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes, open your mouth, talk through it with your husband, be as honest and real about what you're experiencing that moment. If you know exactly what you need from him based on past what you've gone through, mm-hmm. telling. If not, I still think when we are in any stage of trying to move married sex from whatever point it's at to something better, if I move the needle just a little bit and it's still a failure, quote unquote, because we didn't achieve orgasm or it, we got upset or disappointed or frustrated and it shut it all down, if I move the needle just a little bit, that's still a success. I'd, I totally agree. We just don't think of it this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing like when we have these goals right. with other aspects of our life. Right. It's especially a success if you're doing this with that open line of communication, mm-hmm. right? So you're you're doing this struggle together, right? And it'll it may be slower than you want, but but you've already proven already you can proven accomplish you can it. Do it. Yep. Yeah, you've already shown that you've got it within you, so you can tap back into that. You can rely on each other. You can utilize your strengths. Right. That you've got, and you can make this what you want it to be. Right. Well, there's been a lot of times throughout today's episode, Pam, especially in the extended content where I've looked Mm -hmm. over at you and thought, 
We need to be videoing this because you could actually see the wheels. He's here and they're going. rusty cranks and, in my head. Oh, those going, things crank, are crank, not crank, rusty crank, crank, at crank, all. Crank, crank. <laughs> <laughs> those things are anything but rusty. But this, because this is one of those things where uh, several of the different, uh, the segments in the regular version and then the for sure the extended content, it's a little bit uncharted. On let's explore this a little bit. Well, and I'm never queued up. I mean, you guys, well, you may not know, you may be new. We don't talk about this stuff beforehand. I usually surprise her. I get surprised, so there's no plan in here. <laughs> you're just getting my reaction. <laughs> that's when you're at your best, baby, <laughs> is because that's the capturing of people. True. Right? It's this yeah. idea of, man, how often do we think we got it all figured out? And then lo and behold, wait, re- wait. Wait, you're bringing that up? Oh, oh. Okay, dang it, now i got to re-examine everything. Right? (laughs) Sometimes we don't react well to that old thing. Baby, you do great. Thank you. This has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. If we left something undone, let us know. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com or my.smrnation.com. See you next time.